like Salesforce build a platform and put everything uh, businesses need. We are going to build the platform around the instant messaging channels and put everything that businesses need. So this is the next generation of customer engagement. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Leomitech, sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest Labs, Synergy Global, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, Birthright Excel, Serona Partners, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Get ready for a very special episode of 20 Minute Leaders with Yanir Kalisar, the CEO and co-founder of Watsley. He has more than 12 years of entrepreneurship background and vast experience in the management and development of B2B SaaS solutions. In 2009, Yanir became the first employee of an Israeli startup called Insightera, which was acquired by Marketo, the leading marketing automation solution in 2013. He later founded Kalisar Solutions LTD, a marketing solutions company that aimed to solve marketing teams' tech pain points by building integrative tools that help them automate their business and marketing operations. Yanir Kalisar, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. I'm so honored to have you here. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks, Michael, uh, for inviting me. Uh, it's great uh, being here today. We're, we're going to have a great time. Um, you know, I'm so curious about startups and about startup journeys. Uh, and there's a lot of media around. There's a lot of news and hype in today's world. And, it's, and, and I'm so excited when I meet somebody who's developed something that actually creates value. And how do we know that it creates value? Because you've bootstrapped this company for so long and creating actual product market fit with limited resources, proven what your product is doing, and, and recently announced a phenomenal $11 million seed around, uh, which is just to say the validation of, of the hard work that you've done, led by the incredible Ze'ev Ventures by Oren Ze'ev, amongst a, an incredible list of, of investors, one by one, top of their industries. So so first of all, Yanir, you know, huge congratulations on, on the journey so far, and thank you for coming here to share it with me. Uh, thanks. I think uh, the journey uh, was um, very exciting so far and, um, and the future is very bright. Uh, so uh, we are actually disrupting uh, or actually we do not disrupt uh, 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 an industry. We actually build a new category uh, that does not exist. So this is kind of very, very it's fa- fascinating uh, to be a part of this kind of a journey. Um, and uh, yeah, and I think that nowadays uh, when we hear about many companies going IPO and, uh, you know, we were all there when they just started and they were operating as uh, early stage startups uh, and seeing them growing uh, that much and becoming uh, unicorns. This is very, very exciting. And uh, it's great to be part of this ecosystem. I love it. Uh, Yanir, you know, you're talking about defining a new category. What, what is this new category that you're defining here? Yeah, so I was uh, actually, uh, you mentioned our uh, uh, fund fundraise that we just closed uh, in uh, November last year, just uh, two and a half months ago. And I think that um, during the, the process of raising the fund, uh, so it was very, very interesting because until this point of time, we were running Bootstrap. So as a Bootstrap company for uh, two and a half years, uh, you know, we're just... Uh, 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 handling whatever uh, you have on the way and just focusing on doing sales and developing the best product uh, uh, you can. And then at the point of time when you say, okay, uh, we are going to uh, raise funds. So suddenly you start like thinking about the messaging and thinking about, uh, uh, you know, the bigger picture and how, like what next you're going to build, right? So 
This is a very uh, interesting process, and then it uh, uh, really helped us to uh, understand and to see the bigger picture and to understand that what we're build building here is not just a few millions of dollars uh, uh, company. This is a potential to be a billion, a multi-billion multi uh, dollar company. Uh, and the fact that we're building a category, so let me just briefly tell about what we're doing. So today uh, we have a platform that connects WhatsApp and Salesforce. So we are the only ones in the world that provide this kind of solution. I mean, there are other uh, solutions for chatbots over WhatsApp, and then you can integrate these uh, chatbots with Salesforce in that way or another. But we are the only ones that covering the one-on-one -on -one, uh, engagement salespeople have with customers directly from their own personal or business WhatsApp. Uh, so uh, if you think, if it sounds to you like a small plugin, so um, it might it, it's kind of... True, right? Because this is how we started. It was supposed to be a small plugin, a small connector. Uh, so two and a half years ago, when I thought about this idea, uh, it came from a challenge that I, I had back then. Like I was talking with customers a lot over WhatsApp. And then I said, there must be a tool or some solution that I can use in order to be more productive and, you know, to know the history of all the customers that I'm chatting with. So this was the pain point that I was trying to solve. So I started the company by myself. I was one man show uh, for almost a year. And then I wow. came up with this plugin. Yeah. Uh, so I came up with this plugin and it took me like a few weeks to develop it. Like just the POC, right? Just the basic product. But then very quickly, I started closing more customers and more customers. And not just in, like the first customer was from Israel. I didn't know this company. Uh, a ski deal. So I, I'm, I'm not um, so much a big uh, fan of uh, doing ski. I'm a bit scared of it, actually. But um, uh, they approached me and the Salesforce administrator there, he told me, wow, I was looking for a solution like you provide for two years. Um, wow. Like there is what no a validation. Yeah. So, and you know, at the beginning, it was like more of small customers, small companies that were reaching out to me and tell me and told me like, you're solving a very like a uh, big pain point that we are having. Salespeople are not uh, productive enough and, and they cannot focus on doing sales because they need to do manual work all the time, right? Copy-pasting the chat from WhatsApp to Salesforce. So this was kind of the POC, but then very, very uh, 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 quickly, I started closing more and more deals and in Latin America and in Europe and in many, many countries around the world. And slowly I started getting even enterprise customers. Uh, uh, asking about the product and starting the process with them. So uh, then slowly it became from a small plugin, from small connector to platform. And then um, a year after I was running by myself, um, I wait, 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 wait. We have I have to to dwell on this year by yourself. You know, I, they say a lot that being a founder and being a CEO is very lonely at the top, but it, there's no top here. There's a top, middle, and bottom, and and all of them are you. What what's the both the rationale of running by yourself uh, in that in that moment and, and what and what was that like? Um, so I think this is uh, uh, the answer to this question starts uh, a few years before. So uh, maybe it's good to to tell to say a few words about myself. So in the past thirteen years, I'm in high tech. So uh, I started my career working for a small Israeli startup company called Insight Terra. Uh, I actually mm -hmm. joined the two co-founders. I was the first employee that they hired. Um, and then uh, we developed a web personalization platform uh, for B2B companies. And we were like back in 2009, we were the only ones that, uh, that uh, done that. And um, we were growing very, very fast and we sold the product to many, many uh, big companies around the world. And three years after we launched it, Marketo, 
which is a global marketing automation uh, market leader, uh, they acquired us. And then uh, being a part of Marketo uh, was a very interesting and very uh, 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 insightful uh, uh, journey because I had a very interesting position. I was engaging with some of the top, the largest uh, customers that Marketo had back then. And I was listening to their pain points, their technological <laughs> pain points. And I was the person that actually delivers custom solutions, tailor-made solutions to help them solve these uh, uh, pain points. So that led me to understand how big companies think, what pain points, what challenges they're trying to solve, and how to uh, uh, make, transform these uh, pain points into micro-solutions. And then after Marketo got acquired in 2016, I transformed this into my own business. And I started developing more and more micro-solutions, mainly in the marketing, sales, and uh, CRM integrations. And I had more than 15 solutions like that that some of the top companies uh, in Israel and in the US uh, were using. So uh, Watsley was supposed to be another plugin at the beginning, <laughs> but then very like in a matter of a few weeks, I realized that something much bigger than that is happening. And this is when I said, okay, I need to be focusing on this. Uh, so I think that the experience, the background of how to build, to take something small, like a pain point, that is very, very uh, big for companies and then build a solution. And also I think, uh, I'm a big fan of um, working with customers, getting their feedback yeah. and implementing yeah. it into the product. Now, when you're a small startup, like small typical startup, we're talking about 10 people, right? So like getting the feedback from customer and implementing it and making a feature or a module in the product might take a few weeks, few months. If you are a bigger company, it takes years, right? Or right. it never happens. But uh, when you are a one-man show, so uh, I got to a point where I'm ending, I'm, I'm hanging up the call with a customer, and then 45 minutes later, there is a feature in the product. I think that, uh, Yanir, what you're touching on here, uh, really amazingly, it, it sounds a lot like the Shayetet mentality, the Navy SEALs of Israel. And um, I, I've, I have a colleague now who's, who's in the Shayetet, and so I've come to understand this mentality of a small cohort of people that are so decisive and they're so agile, and, but they're also skilled enough to be able to execute themselves. And the, the pace at which you can run is just so much, so much faster. And I think that, that that is something that you're going to leave me pondering here right after the episode as well. But what I, I do want to touch on... I, I, just, I just want to share a tip that I always give to... Uh, I, I'm, I'm uh, advising to many small early stage startups, maybe in the first days that they run. And my tip uh, is always, you know, when you have an idea... So it's very easy and, you know, all of us are very, very uh, creative and innovative, like to start saying, ah, we can do that. We can make it look like that. And also let's integrate with that. And I think that bottom line, if you just stop and you say, okay, let's put all the ideas in one place, but the minimum, like the MVP model, I think this is a, a great model uh, to follow when you are starting. So just do the minimum you can. Uh, just to be able to deliver the value, the basic value that your customers ask and need. Uh, and then whenever you have this POC, suddenly, and today 99% of the product is based on what we got from customers, right? I just started Beautiful. the basic stuff and then everything uh, came later along with uh, the customers. Product-led growth and in, a, in the most, uh, in the most uh, real way possible. And I think one of the most you know, incredible things that you're doing here is you're connecting two worlds that have two worlds that have emerged in the last few years that we that sort of grew 
very distinctly apart. We have one is this instant messaging phenomena that we're used to, right? That now everywhere we go, we're, we're instant messaging with each other. This is how we get things done. We expect customer service this way because it's the most friendly way. On the other hand, we expect businesses to be to be, have, be more data-driven, to collect more data points and use more enterprise software like Salesforce. And now the question stems, how do you do instant messaging experience while allowing the business to have that enterprise data-driven mentality. And you touch exactly, uh, so you asked me about the vision, what, what we're, where we're going to. Um, you, you touched exactly uh, in the point. Uh, I think that I had a call with um, uh, one, of, uh, one of the top VCs in Israel uh, that really wanted to be a part of this uh, round, of the recent round, uh, but unfortunately uh, they could, like, it didn't uh, uh, work uh, uh, for this round, but hopefully they will be part of the next round. And then on the call, um, the managing partner there, she told me, you know, you are disrupting the market like Salesforce done it uh, 20 years ago. And I asked her, what do you mean? Because no one told me that uh, before. And she told me, look, 20 years ago, there were many CRM uh, solutions in the world, right? But then Salesforce came and said, you know, we're going to put our CRM in the cloud. And it's not just the CRM in the cloud, we will be the platform and we'll put everything that businesses need in order to support their first road uh, inside the CRM. So they won't need to leave the CRM. The salespeople will have everything inside it. And they disrupted the market, right? And this is why they are so successful 20 years later. And I think that, as you said, today, and especially post-pandemic, Everything is going to instant messaging. Everything is being done over instant messaging. And I started saying before that at the beginning, like it was small companies, but then slowly I started seeing more and more companies coming from Latin America asking about the product. And then I, st I started doing the research and I understood why it's specifically Latin America. So look, in Israel, we do everything over WhatsApp, right? In Latin America, they do everything only over WhatsApp. So they don't use they don't use emails. They don't do face-to-face -face because it's COVID. And if you call your customer, you might lose the deal because it's wow. kind of rude to do it. So Volkswagen and other automotive companies, Subaru, they are using WhatsApp to sell cars. Completely, only WhatsApp. They are selling cars over WhatsApp. And you know, it took me a while to, to digest that. But then, and then if you think about it, they have all the customer data inside the CRM, but the missing part is what happens throughout the journey, right? How, what led to the uh, deal being closed? They, they don't have any visibility. So they use Watsly today to help their dealers uh, sell more cars and also to finally have the visibility because the instant messaging are black is black box. They don't have the integration with the CRM and with other systems in the organization. So uh, like Salesforce build a platform and put everything uh, businesses need, we are going to build the platform around the instant messaging channels and put everything that businesses need. So this is the next generation of customer engagement. Beautiful. The name Watsly, how, I, I get the Watts from WhatsApp perhaps, but what's the LLY? Um, there is not so much meaning, so I was awesome. thinking about I love I was, it. <laughs> I was identifying, yeah, uh, it was the first name that I had in mind when, uh, uh, you know, we talked a minute ago about moving fast, like not stopping uh, to think too much. Like, of course, we've done a lot of thinking on the way, but, you know, about the critical things. And uh, ah, so far, yep. 
so far, Watsley like played uh, well um, uh, with the product that we currently have. But as said, like now the vision is to integrate with other instant messaging channels, with other CRM solutions, mm-hmm. uh, get to new uh, industries, uh, and I think like soon we're gonna we're gonna change it. We're gonna do a rebranding. But uh, yeah, this wasn't the priority. Well, I love Watsley, so please consult with me before you do a rebranding and I'll convince you to Be sure that you get a phone call. I, I, I'll WhatsApp you when we're changing. Ah, there you go. And, I'll, and it'll go straight into my Salesforce. Uh, and Yanir, <laughs> you know, a lot of companies today, they, they don't like to be compared to others. They don't like to say, oh, you're like uh, Google for that or, or you're like Facebook for that. You're hugging the comparison. You're hugging the integration that is Watsley, right? A lot of startups are fighting, you know, oh, you're integrating with that, so you're just that doing that. You're actually hugging it and saying, this is a core, our core, you know, existence. Is there any resistance from that? Any any thoughts about that? Or is it just you know a natural thing for you? The fact that your that your slogan is saying we're connecting WhatsApp and Salesforce. So you know, you have other companies' names in your slogan, which is quite unique in today's market where founders often try to disengage with any other company and their branding. So so I think um, the logo and the messaging so far was very, very niche, right? Uh, was very specific, mm. uh, was very uh, tailored to uh, the pain point or the challenge that we help companies uh, solve. Mm-hmm. Uh, as said, like now the next generation, the next phase, the next uh, um, uh, 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 part of our life, life, uh, 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 the journey is to yep. do the rebranding as we are just switching off from um, uh, just the integration between WhatsApp and Salesforce. And we will be a platform that uh, helps companies to improve customer experience over instant messaging channels, help making their salespeople much more productive in their work, uh, much more Mm -hmm. successful in closing deals and uh, 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 keeping the systems of the the company updated. And also Mm -hmm. for management teams to have the visibility into these customer interactions that today they're completely blind about. Um, I also want to uh, uh, mention one more use case uh, that we have with many of our customers, and this is kind of uh, very uh, scaling up uh, in the past uh, few months. Um, specifically, when we're talking, so like the fact that uh, customer-facing people are using instant messaging channels, it creates many, many challenges. Some of them, what I, I mentioned before, but I think that there is a much larger challenge or a risk. Um, you know, when we're talking about finance companies or healthcare, um, insurance, even telecom. There is a huge risk of compliance, right? There is a, a record-keeping regulation in like every country. Uh, and these companies must document every interaction that they have with customers in any channel. So if you go to the bank over here, um, you meet your person over there or some uh, representative of the bank, he will document every word that he tells you and also anything that you reply to him. Also, <laughs> when you're calling them, they always tell yeah. you, this call might be monitored for uh, uh, training and uh, uh, regulation yeah. purposes. So it's not happening today over WhatsApp. And you know what is the interesting part? I don't know if you saw the news uh, uh, last month, uh, JP Morgan Chase got $200 million fine for not monitoring, for not documenting these uh, interactions over WhatsApp. So again, this is wow. a huge pain point, and um, we closed. We closed. Uh, 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 we have a, cus- a few customers in the financial uh, industry already, 
um, a few very uh, a huge uh, financial advisory companies in Brazil, in Latin America, um, that are aware of this regulation and they did know that they must solve it as soon as possible. So these are the more uh, large deals that we're closing these days. Um, I do think that the story about Latin America is very interesting as well. Um, so, uh, you know, all every generic, uh, every uh, standard uh, Israeli startup company when it starts, so it's, they say like, yeah, we're going to build a product, we're going to build the R&D team over here in Israel and then uh, business development in Palo Alto and let's let's. Right. And I think that many people don't know the Latin American market. And I didn't know it either, right? Um, only in Brazil, uh, which is the largest economy in Latin America, uh, you want to guess how many medium-sized and larger uh, companies are there over there? You want to guess? Ooh, I love guessing games. How many medium si- small, medium-sized businesses in Brazil? Medium and larger, yeah. I would, in Brazil, I would go for... Maybe 50,000. Five million. No. Yeah. So the economy over there is huge. There are 200 million. Oh my God. There are 200 million people in Brazil. Now, leave aside the fact that this is the second largest market for WhatsApp around the world. This is why we're focusing there. Uh, You know, many companies, like, and also 82% of the businesses use WhatsApp to engage with customers. So this makes a lot of sense for us to focus in Brazil. Um, Yanira, I want to ask for a favor. I have about 50 more questions that I have in my mind right now to ask you. And uh, I called the show 20 Minute Leaders and I have to abide by by the rule that I unfortunately said. But I already want to book you for another episode. And I want to hear the story of of breaking into the Latin America market from somebody who didn't know it before, researched it, came across it, product-led growth, validation came in, inbound, and now is doing some incredible things there. Uh, and so I want to book you for another episode just on that and, and ask the 50 questions I have in my mind. But for now, I want to thank you for being here and for sharing with me your journey. This was fascinating and I absolutely loved it. And, and now I love Watsley and it's incredible. And thank you very, very much, Inir. Thank you very much for inviting me and looking forward for the next, uh, for the next time. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you.